Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, and welcome to Daily Daft Differently. My name is Simeon Cohen, and today we will be studying Masachet Beitza Daft 31. I'm going to start with a Mishnah on 31b that deals with the interesting topic of whether or not you can create a hole in a house that is filled with produce in order to obtain the produce that's inside the house on Yom Tov. The Mishnah is as follows. If there is a house that is filled with produce and locked on all sides, and, ha- and there's a f- hole in one of its walls or its roof, one may remove produce through the place of the hole. Rabbi Meir says one may even make a hole lecharchila ab initio and take produce through the opening. This seems like a bit of a strange ruling, and the Gemara opens by immediately questioning Rabbi Meir. It opens with the word Amai. Why? Why does Rabbi Meir permit one to make a hole in order to remove the produce, and especially lecharchila? Why is this okay? It goes on to ask, isn't one who does so dismantling a tent? which is a biblically prohibited labor? Isn't this the equivalent of dismantling a tent, which you're forbidden to do on Shabbat or Yom Tov? A few lines down, Rabbi Zera answers the question in the following way. Amar Rabbi Zera, Be'yom Tov Amru, Avalobah Shabbat. Rabbi Zera said, Rabbi Meir here was referring to Yom Tov, but not on Shabbat. So on Yom Tov, one may do this, but one may not do this on Shabbat. And where does Rabbi Zera get this opinion? It's actually taught explicitly in a Brita, which he brings in. Tanya nami hachi, Rabbi Meir Omer, af pochet lecharchila venotel, beyom tov amru aval loba shabbat. This opinion was also taught explicitly in a Brita. Rabbi Meir says, one may even make a hole on a festival lecharchila ab initio and remove the produce from inside. And they said this with regard to a Yom Tov, but not with regard to Shabbat. The Gemara now goes on to discuss whether or not there are significant differences in terms of practice on Shabbat and Yom Tov. Amar Shmuel, Chotamot Shabakarka, Matir, Avalom Mavkia Velochotech. Shabakelim, Matir, Umavkia Vechotech. Achad Shabbat Vechad Yom Tov. Shmuel said, in the case of fastenings that are made of knotted ropes and are attached to the ground, one may untie their knots, but one may not unravel the rope nor cut the rope. Shabakelim matir umafkia vechotech, achad Shabbat veachad Yom Tov. With regard to fastenings that are on the doors of vessels of kelim, it is permitted to untie, unravel, or cut them if necessary, both on Shabbat and on Yom Tov. Achad Shabbat veachad Yom Tov. 
So here, Shmuel does not distinguish between practice on Shabbat and Yom Tov in terms of cutting, unraveling, or untying. Uh, what is permissible to do on Shabbat is also permissible to do on Yom Tov, and what is impermissible to do on Shabbat is also impermissible to do on Yom Tov. But the Gemara now raises an objection to Shmuel. Metive, chotamot shabakarka, bashabbat matir avalo mafkia velachotech, beyom tov matir umafkia vechotech. The Gemara raises an objection from the following Brita. In the case of fastenings that are attached to the ground, on Shabbat, one may untie the rope but not unravel or, un- or cut it. However, on a festival, one may untie or unravel or cut it. So this Gemara is creating a distinction in practice on Shabbat and Yom Tov and telling us that there are certain things that it is not acceptable to do on Shabbat in terms of handling items that it is acceptable to do on Yom Tov. And this is aligned with the Brita that Rabbi Zera brought in uh, in regards to the Mishnah, which says that our Mishnah applies to a festival, but does not apply to Shabbat. In other words, one may make a hole in a house on a festival, but one may not do this on Shabbat. Ultimately, the Halakha is in accordance with the opinion of Shmuel, that there is no distinction in terms of handling items on Shabbat and Yom Tov, and things which are impermissible to handle on Shabbat, you're also prohibited from handling on Yom Tov. There's no leniency for Yom Tov. Actually, if anything, the opposite is true. Uh, according to the Shulchan Aruch, muksa items which are permissible to be moved on Shabbat are actually forbidden on Yom Tov, as the rabbis were strict on Yom Tov regarding muksa. So even though the Gemara brings in this Breitah, which says that certain things can be handled in certain ways on Yom Tov in ways that they can't be handled on Shabbat, the ultimate halachic ruling seems to be that the opposite is the case. So even though over the last few dafim we've seen the rabbis display leniencies in regards to Yom Tov, in terms of food preparation and carrying, and even the creation of loopholes so one can effectively shop at a grocer on Yom Tov, here Shmuel sticks to his guns and tells us that in this case, Yom Tov should be treated just as seriously as Shabbat. One shouldn't behave more leniently than one would on Shabbat just because it's Yom Tov. I think looking at at these pages as a whole can teach us an important lesson about Jewish practice. Sometimes it's important to establish leniencies to make practice as easy as possible. But in other cases, it's important to put your foot down and draw a hard line to ensure that the sanctity of the practice is maintained. And this is what Shmuel does here on our DAF. Thank you for studying today's DAF with me, and I hope you'll join me again tomorrow for DAF Lamed Bet. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.